All right, welcome. Week 14 of State 10 Podcast. I'm your commissioner, Mike Fiorelli, and joining me as always is a guy who may or may not have invented the expression cha-ching. That's Vincent Pace. Uh, you know, Mike, I did invent the phrase. I can tell you the exact place. It's in Ryan O'Neill's pool. Um, I'm right about that. Just like I'm right about all my takes as you hear on this pod. <laughs> oh, that, that's just not true. Um, but, you know, Pace is alluding to, he's having a little argument with Kevin about who in, invented, uh, the expression cha-ching. Like, when someone says a good joke, Pace likes to say, uh, cha-ching afterwards. Um, it's usually a big hit. But, um, I, I was there that day, and I remember, my, my initial thing was I thought it was Pace because he says it a lot, but I, I really don't remember who, who actually invented it, who said it first. Alright, well, I know what I know. <laughs> Alright, Pace. I don't care what anybody says. Alright, get in the mailbag. That's how we're going to intro the mailbag? Yeah, get in the mailbag. People segment the mailbag, you're just going to throw it in there like that? Yeah, yeah, we're throwing it in the mailbag. We have a short mailbag today. Um, a lot, lot to get to. Guys really, we have a lot to get to, but also you guys just got to step it up with the questions. We really just have two key contributors to the mailbag recently. We're going to start with the first guy, Jared. His question is, Dalton the Firefly in the lineup, who are you most excited to see? That's just a great question there from Jared. I mean, wow. Um, I like the Firefly lineup. I've, I've liked it, like, every year. Like, So, I mean, I'm pretty easy to please. Like, it's going to be a great time regardless. Like, like I don't really care who's playing. Like, I'm, I'm going to have a blast anyway, um, even though Liam's not going to be there. I know everyone's been crying about that, but um, who am I most excited to see? Um, probably Panic at the Disco. Um, they're really good. Then we're like, hmm, who else is in there? Um, Lewis the Child will be really hype. I like the EADM people are fun. But like, post who I predicted when we had a mailbag question a few weeks ago on the live pod, who would you like to see? I said Post Malone. We didn't predict it, then you just... Well, I kind of predicted it. They just pleased you. It did please me, Pace. You're correct. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, Are you going to Firefly this year? Um, it's yet to be seen. I mean, uh, based off the lineup, uh, I'd like to make a return. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, maybe I'll just surprise everybody. Maybe that could be my thing now. All right, Pace now is, that, uh, Pace is questionable we, for Firefly 2019. Now that Liam's out, uh, maybe I can replace him, or I'll try my best. Um, but I look at the lineup, I mean, um, obviously, you know, Post and Travis, like, those are the obvious answers, though. Um, excited to see Zed. Ooh, yeah. uh, I think that'll be a fun concert. Um, and also, uh, Gunna is going to be fantastic. And then when Travis brings him out on Saturday, um, it's going to be amazing. Your big Gunna guy, so, Pace? Huge Gunna guy. He carries... The little baby and gonna duo. Interesting, interesting take. All right, yeah, Firefly is gonna be awesome. Yeah. You know what I don't like them like. What? Um. Why does when the Firefly feed, I mean the Firefly lineup come out, my Instagram feed is just filled with pictures from last year's Firefly. Uh, well, like people just like remember like, oh yeah, like that was that was fun, like. I gotta show everyone that like I had fun this summer. 
Yeah, but we all saw the post from when they were actually there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we know you went. Yeah, they're just trying to remind everyone, like, you got to keep up appearances, Pace. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. That's fair. Um, Pace, next question Pace hates your social media posts, everyone. Yeah, don't post anything. I'm just, I'm Never just there post. for, like, for, like, Barstool's posts. Like, I don't want to see any of you ever on my feed. Um, <laughs> Pace unfollowed all of his I friends. I've unfollowed everybody. I'm a, I'm a celebrity now. I actually changed my um, <laughs> profile to a just for fun profile. Just for fun. Um, I'm looking looking to get verified now. I only follow 15 people. <laughs> um, but moving on with the mailbag, um, would it be worth it to become an Uber driver from Etz? Uh, I guess Etz is looking for something to pass time up the pit. Um, a little part time job. I'm gonna be, a part-time job. Um, it's, I don't know. I've never been an Uber driver. I'm not really sure how lucrative it is. But all I know is that if I ordered an Uber and you showed up, I'd give you five stars immediately. Yeah, I would too. Um, I think you have to be like 21 to be an Uber driver or like a certain age. So that's one thing to look into. That's, but um, yeah, like I, yeah, I think it's definitely a good idea if you're just trying to make a few extra bucks, you know, work on your own time. I like it. Yeah, he's got, he's got the personality for it. I think he, he'd keep up conversations with people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you should give it a shot, Ed. Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, the next final question is again from X. Once again, we only have two contributors. Guys, we got to start up the questions. Uh, stop throwing shit in the group chat. I'm looking <laughs> at you, Sean. Um, <laughs> Mike, why did you make my favorite superlative like a half-page montage? With a glute and all dressed up like Father Zag, when that wasn't the one I chose about the superlatives, my mom still gets mad at me about it. So, <laughs> so what Pace is saying? This is this question's from Matthew. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's he's alluding to the uh, the our senior yearbook, and uh, I I made the superlatives page. If you guys remember, I was like asking you guys all what you want your superlatives to be. And for some reason or another, I needed to, like, fill space or something, so I, I got, like, this picture of Etzrod, like, dressed as a, as a priest, and I made his superlative, like, against his will, um, most likely to become a priest, and then had, like, a whole long, like, fake quote, uh, like, about his faith or something, um, really just because I needed to, to fill space and get the page done, um, so that is why it's like that, Etzrod. Yeah, I don't mean to laugh at, but that's a huge hit, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> also, also on that in in that yearbook, uh, I I put in Reed a fake quote from Reed saying that he voted for Hillary Clinton because she was the first uh, female candidate, and that was really important to him. Yeah, I feel like you also put something in there about me eating bologna, or like a quote of somebody saying that. <laughs> yeah, I did on the uh, um, it was like on the best friends page or something. Oh no! It was, it oh, was yeah, you, oh, it was like it was like uh, pictures of like people um, from freshman year to senior year. It was like a picture of you and Emma or something. Did that sound? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it was a picture of like, you and Emma, the one from like Julia's graduation, then one freshman year, and then I made a fake quote from Emma. It was like, like man, like my my friendship with Face has like developed so much over the years when he hasn't been eating so eating bologna or something. Yeah, it's just a lot of fake news in the yearbook, but I mean, 
sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it. I mean, it was an award-winning yearbook. You know? <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> we got the numbers. We got numbers. That's all that matters. So after you know a short but wild mailbag got that got into a lot there. Let's start getting some fantasy. Um, yeah, let's see. We're all here for. Um, first, big week here in the Dong League. Oh, we're doing Dong League. Uh, okay. Champions. I thought, I thought, yeah, well, I was trying to make sure uh, our guest is ready, which I'm not sure he is. All right, well, shoot him a text. I mean, we still got, we still got some things to I've talk about. I've got no answer, but all right, let's get All into right, it. well, this week we have both the Toilet Bowl and the Championship game. Uh, let's start with the Toilet Bowl. That's thanks to uh, Commissioner McCarthy's scheduling. Thank yeah. you, Matt. Yeah, big news here. Um, once again, Matt screwed up. Um, Mike, as you know, I added Mike, to, I mean, I added Matt to the committee group chat. I asked him, Matt, please fix the toilet bowl. Make it 7 verse 10 and 8 verse 9. Because that makes, makes sense. That's just what anybody logically would do. And he didn't listen. Um, instead, he left it as 7 verse 8 and 9 verse 10. Um, Matt ended up being a huge win over Reed. Um, and Joe blew out Sosha, so it's Sosha and Reed in the final, but interesting note, if, um, Matt had done things correctly, he would actually be in the toilet bowl, so maybe, wow. I don't, I don't want to say anything, uh, just a little bit, might be right, just saying. That, that's an interesting t- take. Um, but yeah, going into that matchup, uh, Sosha's come under fire for maybe, you know, making a questionable deal. I think Sosha's team's gotten um, better from it. I don't really know how he's in the toilet bowl here, but... Um, Very questionable deal. Very questionable. Aaron Jones, Philip Lindsay, Sony Michelle, Eric Ebron, uh, Lamar Jackson, the QB, Greg Belek. His team's just better than Reed's. I think Reed's going to lose. Um, but Mike... Would you like to get into what the loser is going to have to do? Yeah, so uh, after a lot of deliberation, um, we've decided the loser of this toilet bowl um, is going to have to, or not have to, um, is going to get the opportunity to volunteer at a soup kitchen over winter break um, and really give back to the community. Um, We think that's important um, from the Elite Ten, and uh, the Elite Ten is going to give back this year by means of the Dong League. Yeah, you know, I mean, mostly stemming from this podcast and all the just crude things that have been said, uh, the Elite Ten's taken a little bit of a reputation hit. Important that we <laughs> get, out get there, PR back, get back up. to the people. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to have you guys do. Don't think of it as punishment, all right? Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll all be praised for being a great guy. You're just going to have to spend, you know, maybe a Saturday at a soup kitchen. Throw it on the resume. And I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> and if you think it is, you're a bad person. You are. If When Reed complains about this, I mean... I, because he, he definitely will, but whatever. All right, yeah, um, but wait. I mean, we're, we're basically talking like it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you have the matchup pulled up, Mike, but um, yeah. I like Sosha's team. I, I think they're gonna win. Um, all right, easily. I'm gonna call Colin right now. I told, he's he's ready right now. He's on a he's on a tight schedule, so I'm gonna call him. Our wow. guest is a guy that, despite not setting his lineup for a few weeks throughout the season has made it to the championship game. Uh, That's Colin Lynch, and we're going to call him right now.
Do you have questions prepared, Pace? Um, sort of, I Because I don't. Okay, let's call him. All right, Colin Lynch, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hello? Yeah, Pace, Colin, you you both there? Yeah, what's up? What? Yeah, Pace, you here? Yeah, I'm here. All right, uh, we got everyone here. Um, Colin, how you doing? I'm okay. Studying for finals right now. Take a little break. All right, yeah, nice. Uh, Thanks for taking the time out to talk to us. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is your first appearance on the podcast. You're actually the first person out of the entirely ten family, or the last person out of the entirely ten family to, to, to come on. Well, it's interesting. I don't really consider myself part of the elite ten family. <laughs> well, and why is that? I don't know. I just feel like from the start, there's been like a little uh, vendetta against me, if you will. <laughs> like a bad guy. I feel like I'm the Patriots, to be honest, of the elite ten. And, and why, and how do you think you got this reputation? I, I mean, I did have a cheating scandal in the whole Todd Gurley thing, so that's one. Um, but little does Matt McCarthy know, he actually helped me by vetoing that, because now I'm about to win the league. That, I mean, that's very possible. Um, yeah. Pace? Confident. Yeah, I mean, uh, Colin, um, I'm impressed with what you've done. Um, <laughs> things really were looking down for you. Uh, you actually started saying Milano was making a huge comeback, but I really think my affiliate, John Scott, is just going to dominate Well, first of all, I'd like to dispute what you said, Pace. There have been some people saying I haven't set my lineups. I disagree with that. Um, you didn't set your lineup. Set no, no. There were some weeks where I could have set a lineup, but I would have had to drop certain players to make things work. And I really felt like I had a championship-caliber team. So I figured I would lose a game a week, but, you know, in the long run, I'd be, it'd work out, and now I'm in the championship. So I feel well, like that's ridiculous because you're rostering two kickers. I don't care. I needed both kickers. I, I rotate them out. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. You know, matchup by matchup. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, why do you even keep two? I don't care. I mean, like, I'm in the championship, Mike. How's your team doing? All right, Kyle. All right, buddy. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it... I Thomas is that. It might have been a good strategy to keep Gronk in there because, you know, you pick up some <laughs> random tight end off waivers. Don't know if he's any good. What if he goes out there and catches one pass, fumbles? I mean, Gronk's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I believe I actually I won a couple games where I didn't set my lineup. All set. right, all right, Pace. You're gonna you're gonna talk shit on Colin throughout the podcast. I'm not setting his lineup. Then the second he comes on, you're gonna take his side. All right, that's fine. Well, you know, fair, to fair to Pace, though. To be fair to Pace, that's the only part I hear because I don't listen to the podcast. So <laughs> for all I know, Pace is team me. <laughs> yeah, Colin. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, all right, Colin never comes on, never listens. But now he's here to explain. What's been going on? And you know, I'm on a slide now. Yeah, thank you. All right, that's fair. Whatever. Yeah. Got any other questions for me? Yeah, um. Well, one thing I want to say is like, is like, you're not, you're not kicked out of the league. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Like, there's a, there's a tweet that pretty blatantly said I was kicked out of the league. Yeah, that was not well, approved by by me. Can you All right. PSA real quick too. Um, the league Twitter. It's just Chris doing whatever he wants. <laughs> the league Twitter's trash. No, it, it's trash so bad. It's also not a reliable source. Alright, well that's fair. But, yeah. I mean, uh, my thing about the whole G League thing is it's kind of a flawed system. Because there should be some type of reward, like, for example, in the basketball G League, where if you're playing well, you get called up and then you have a chance to shine. But I really don't have that opportunity, so... Alright, so, uh, so what, I, what, what I'd say about that is, like, 
is that it is exactly like the G League in that it's not necessarily if you win the G League you're coming up to the NBA, but at the same time if you if you if you're consistently good in the G League and we see that you are, if a spot opens up in the Elite Ten, then you'll be first on the list. Yeah, but like, what does consistently good have to do? Like, I'm, I'm gonna have to play four fantasy football seasons before I get called. No, I mean, up. not not. I wouldn't say consistently good, but at, whenever there's an opening, we're we're gonna look at the past performances and who's involved in the league and who's, who who has fantasy football knowledge. Well, I see what you're saying, but I don't know. See, my thing is, uh, at first I was all in on the Elite Ten. I really thought it was, thought it was great. I love the system. But I've been listening to Drew and Brett a lot recently, and now I'm on the team that the Elite Ten just sucks. Well, you've fallen in the wrong crowd, Colin. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm out on the Elite Ten. But I mean, like, I'd love to be a part of it. I just think that <laughs> you should take it too seriously. See, that, see, now that's just ridiculous. <laughs> All right, Pace. No one can hear you. No, Pace. No one can understand what you're saying. But um. what happened? Pace, can you repeat that? Sure, I, um, <laughs> hold on, Mike. I'm on the Wi-Fi. Jesus, Pace. The hub Wi-Fi is so bad. Like, Colin right, literally comes through. So, yeah, that's better. Alright, so, as I was saying, um, Drew and Brett are both just jealous that we didn't put them in the G League. Brett really wanted to be in the G League. Um, he so did Drew. Us at the beach, and they're just mad now. And you shouldn't listen to their opinions. Um, you're, yeah. you're in the G League, one of the best players. You don't want to turn against the league now, because when that spot opens up, um, you might be at the top of the list. Probably not after this year, though, because John will be after he wins. I don't know about that. Well, that's you don't make that decision, Pace, so, I mean... See, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm not in for the talk. I like to trigger people, but <laughs> I feel like my performance should really just talk for itself. It, Colin, and I respect that you're you're trying to be the villain. You're trying to trigger people. Like, I think that's hilarious, to be honest. But, like, if you're still, like, engaged and, like, and, like just want to play fantasy football and not just, like, actually, like, like think the Elite Ten is gay, like, that's, that's where you, you kind of go over the line. What do you mean? I'm engaged. I mean, like, look at my team. I drafted a great team. Well, and then I made a trade. I mean, just think where my team would be if I hadn't traded for Le'Veon Bell. Because, of course, Adam Schefter reported that he'd play, and then he didn't. So, ended up being a bad trade. But, I mean, I had arguably the best team before that trade. If Le'Veon plays, we wouldn't even be talking about the championship. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just I'm, be, I'm, just not be questioning, I'm not questioning your skill at all. I think you're a good player. I'm just saying, yeah. like, like I think I think you might have crossed the line in, like, in, like your... Um, going over to the dark side, like, saying the Elite Ten sucks. Well, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the Elite Ten itself sucks. I just think that some of the stuff's a little bit of overkill. Yeah, like, that's the point, kind of. What do you mean? Uh, I'm not allowed to think it's overkill? No, no, no. I, I'm not saying you're not allowed to think it. I'm just saying, like, that's the point of our league, is that, like, we're, we're just, like, that it's overkill, like... Like, we're not just, Whatever. like, a regular, like, league where, like, no one's gonna, like, talk about it. Like, it's, like, we have a fucking podcast about it. Like, no one does that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the most ridiculous part is that Pace still hasn't gotten a new mic after so many weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one, Colin. Yeah. Wait, Colin, you're on the same campus as me. Maybe you're gonna be borrowing. one. Alright, well, I don't have a mic because I don't do a podcast every week, so. Yeah, Colin's audio comes in, like, ten times better than yours still, Pace. 
Alright. Look, Mike, you all know about my technology my technology issues. I bring it up on the pod all the time, alright? There's nothing I can do about it. I'm saying, I don't know, Colin, Colin, Colin would be a pretty good co-host, that's all I'm saying. I agree. Alright, so I just like, I'm going to sign off soon because oh, I was yeah. really in the zone for studying for finals when he called, but I'd like to leave on one thing. <laughs> um, no matter what, after this game, this is going to be my last game in the, uh, the G League, if you will, <laughs> so if we lose, I don't Why? really care, I'm done with the G League, so if I get called up, I get called up, but... I'm out on it. Well, that's so, yeah, I just like to wish my opponent John Scott luck. I think it'll be a great team. I think he has some more favorable matchups. I have some tough, tough te- my players playing some tough teams this week, but still think I'll prevail. So, yeah. All right, so where we're at. All right, Colin. I'd like to. I'm retiring after this game, though. So, yeah. Thank you. Um, it's been a pleasure to be on. All right, thank you, Colin. Appreciate it. See you soon. All right, that was Colin Lynch, uh, owner of Team Colin Lynch from the Dong League, who's playing the championship this week against the Bakers. And uh, instant reaction from that last uh, that last quote from Colin Pace. Um, well, Mike, my instant reaction from that interview is I'm really tired of calling out uh, audio every episode. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah, I can't hear you at all. See, Mike, I, I feel like you really just make it overblown. Like, when I re listen to the pod, it's not that bad. Well, it's not great. It's, it's always not great. I, people know this. <laughs> they're expecting it. You don't need to point it out every single time. I do, because, like, I, dude, when other people come That's on, not, they, like, their audio is just so much better. Alright, well, you don't need to point it out. Alright, Pace, it's fine. I'm needed. Alright, Mike? I just want people to be able to understand what you're saying. That's all I want. Well, if you go back and listen to it, you can, all right? All right you just got to stop look, look, looking at the all right, I'm not, all right, I'll never say anything. Trust me. All right, I'll never say it again. Thank you, Mike, all right? There's one on you on my side for one thing. Ridiculous. Anyway, my answer reaction is Colin's not going to retire. Um, I that. It's, I, I, I'm sorry, what did you say? Colin's not going to retire. Colton's not going to retire. Um, I think, I mean, I think his play here is like he wants to win and then quit, and then he'll just be like, yeah, like I'm better than all of you anyway, like in your stupid league, and then he quits, which I think is a pretty good strategy actually, because like, like he'll have he'll have played one season and won, so like just quit on top and say he's better than everyone, which like makes a lot of sense. But he's not going to win. Yeah, I, mean, like, I I don't know, like he might. I mean, John's going to find a replacement for Melvin, but that's about it. Yeah, I think it should be a good matchup. Um, But, yeah, Colin, like, he says a bunch of ridiculous things. Like, says he wants to be in Elite 10 and then, like, just doesn't want to play in the Dong League anymore. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a shame to see somebody get influenced by the wrong crowd. Yeah, he's a talented talented young football mind, too. That's, That's the worst thing about it. Collins is basically the Johnny Manziel of the G League. I think we did that comparison before, actually. Yeah, but he's the it's, it's starting to be, become more and more true week by week. <laughs> yeah, so um, that, that was the Collins stuff. Uh, last thing I want to talk about with the G, with Dong League is, uh, you know, I'm going bring up Maggie Malloy once again. She took an L last week to uh, the Bakers, but she put, up, she put up a really good fight, and uh, she should really be proud of herself, and it, it was a great season. She 
he also just got crushed. So. She lost like 20. 24. All right. No yeah. big deal. She put up a respectable score. More respectable right, than well, anyone in our winner's bracket put up. We'll get to that, but I just want some respect to you calling the Baker's name. Like you're saying John wouldn't be at the top if he won the league. He, he, he dominated the competition. He's well, going to win this week. Pace, I, all I said, like, he's at the top of the Dong League. I'm just saying, like, he's not necessarily, like, I, like, I didn't want to make it sound like he's, like, like coming into the Elite Ten. Well, no, it, it a lot goes into it. But I'm saying, if we're just basing it off fantasy scale, give a one-year sample size, and John's going to win. Yeah, all right. I mean, we'll see. Well, well, what's your pick on the game, then? Who do I think is going to win the game? I mean, John's the smart bat, obviously. Like, his team is, is just really good. Um, but, like, like, is Odell going to play? Yeah, Odell's going to play. All right, so, like, if Odell plays, like, maybe we'll say Melvin doesn't take the argument. But he does have Justin Jackson. So, yeah, yeah, I'll take John. Cal- Colin starting Calvin Ridley. Like, come on. Um. Calvin Ridley. Uh, who, Sean? Shane, Sean. Shane, Sean. Shane, <laughs> Sean. Alright, so let's uh, transition to the 10. Um, I just want to recap last week real quick. Um, so, just a lot of stinkers in the winner's bracket last week. We had uh, Andrew defeating Ryan, 85-70. to 70. Um, And then... Stinker. Absolute stinker of a game. And then Chris defeating Kevin... 86 to 76, and another pretty much stinker. Stinker. So, you have some takes, Pace? Yeah, I have some takes. Um, they always say, you know, you want to be the team that peaks at the right time, right? <laughs> None of these teams are peaking at the right time. They're all on I mean, the downgrade. I'm going to think, I think the teams in the losers bracket are better than some of the teams in the winners bracket. And, you know, it's not an excuse. I mean, hey, both me and you mean that win early in the year. That's not us. But, I mean, Ryan, I've been on your team all year, man. I mean, you go out there and put up 69.8 points in the playoffs, right? In the playoffs? I don't care that Odell's out. I don't care that Odell's out. It's just embarrassing. And the fact that Chris, Chris should be dead. Chris should be gone. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about the super team. They should be buried. But Kevin, you put up 76 points. Right? I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, the fact that one of these teams is going to end up being champion, I'm disgusted. I don't want to hand any of them to say. Unless they step it up. Yeah, so uh, that, thank you for that, Pace. That was beautiful. So my takeaways, first thing is this last week was the week to beat Chris. To, to beat him, Kevin had it in the palm of his hand. All he had to do was score more than 86 points. That's it. A, a beat-up Chris team coming right to Kevin for the taking, right on the platter. He put him right on a platter. And Kevin choked, just like he's choked the last three years in the championship game. Kevin is getting the reputation as a choker. I hate to say it, yeah. but it's true. I mean, Kevin said in the live pod he doesn't want a ring. I know that's not true. He wants a ring. <laughs> he does. Um... It's just a little unfortunate that, you know, he claims to be the best player of all time, all this, and, and when push comes to shove, he hasn't come through. When the lights get bright, he's nowhere to be found. He's only found scoring 76.1 points. 
Exactly. And, you know, Mike... He could have been... I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to... What? Sorry. We're going to get through this and quickly get, get to the real teams that are still left, but... <laughs> Just think about how quickly Kevin has fallen from grace, right? Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how Kevin has the best future in the league, and he was the clear favorite to win this year. Then Kareem Hunt's gone, takes away that keeper, and he completely chokes in the playoffs. He also doesn't have his third-round pick next year. I mean, Kevin's trending down a little bit. My and, and the thing is, the thing is, you point. You can say Kareem Hunt's out. You know that's that, that hurts his team. Obviously, you you could blame it on that. That could be an excuse. But the thing is, Chris had more injuries, and Kevin did not prepare for this. That's the, that's the thing. He was thin at running back, and he was forced to start Legarrette Blunt, and he didn't make the right call and start Derrick Henry. I mean, it's yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a split decision right there. But like, and you can you can dwell on all you want, but at the end of the day. He did not have good insurance. He did not build his team for a playoff run when you know someone can get injured any day. Yeah, I mean, we talked about on the pod how we really didn't think Kevin would need Henry. He thought that Blunt would have a good game, and you know, I still believe this to be true. I'm not taking back anything I said, but at the same time, I mean, it was right there for you, Kevin. I mean, he scored 47.8 points on his own, and that's got to hurt. That's got to sting. Yeah. Also, if Kevin... Another thing I wanted to mention, I think that Chris might be playing chess while we're all playing checkers, right? Wow! Thing this is a new take! Pod, another thing we said on the pod <laughs> was that Chris cutting Chargers B was just a dumb move. Why would he do that? But, if Chris doesn't cut Chargers D, clearly like one of the best wow. defenses last week, Kevin's forced to play Bears defense. If Kevin played Bears defense last week, who scored 19 points, he wins. He wins. Wow. That's and it doesn't change anything you know, because Chiefs and Chargers D scored equal. So even if Chris just kept them, they would have got the same amount. So yeah, we were wrong on that one. I guess we 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 blasted Chris for this for this decision, giving up probably the yeah. best defensive play of the week in the Chargers. But all the while, the Bear, <laughs> if he would have not done it, he would have lost. Yeah, I mean. We said that Chris was a bad manager for that. I mean, I think while Kevin's uh, stock is trending down, Chris's stock may be trending up. Maybe, maybe Chris is a genius in all of this. Maybe he wins this year. Maybe he, his draft prowess shows next year. And maybe, maybe... Well, his draft, I don't know how he's going to show that. I mean, Maybe he gets some late-round gems. I don't know, Pace. I'm just saying Chris has improved drastically in, in fantasy. Well... He's improved. He also used a lot of future assets to do that. Which oh, I agree, but I'm just saying from last year he had a great year. You could say it's a fluke, but from the first year that we started fantasy to now, I think he's improved as a player. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, I don't want the narrative to get too shifted. If, if Chris had lost, he would have been yeah. all over him. And if he loses this but, week, then we, we will also be all over him and call him the Nets again. But but, but if you're, if you're going to say that he improved from the first year, that's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. Worked yeah I don't want to. I don't want to overhype it. He he did score eighty six points last week and should have lost, but um, but yeah, um, and then so let's go over to Andrew and Ryan from last week. Um, so Ryan Ryan had a fraudulent team all year and it showed last week. Absolutely fraudulent. Um, 
Yeah. Why was we playing the weak division? And he scored less than 70 points. And, you know, it showed all year, but he had low points for, but he kept getting by, um, went 9-4, and four, and it finally it finally caught up with him. Yeah, Andrew didn't even have a great week either. I mean, 85 points. That's usually not going to get it done. But yeah. This week. That'll, that'll do it. Um... But the other thing I want to, the thing about Andrew's team though is Andrew's team is also like low key trending down. Yeah, it has been. Mark I mean, Ingram is not the player we thought he was going to be, after, you know, a few weeks ago. Uh, Mike Evans has not been producing. Adam Thielen not producing the last two weeks. Um, and then after that, it looks like he's starting uh, Doug Martin this week. Um. Which is a decent play, but I mean, can can he get it done? Do you think he has a legitimate shot at, at to win it all still? I mean, I don't know. If he's playing. If he plays Pat, I'm looking at the match right now. Pat's playing Dante Pettis, which I'm not gonna hate. I drafted the guy. Hands up, I cut him. Should should have been a late round keeper for me, but screwed that up. Still not a flex play right now. I don't think. I don't think that's really gonna be his downfall. Um, on paper. I mean, I think that his team can stand up the Pats if you just go position by position. It's just a matter of whether they're going to show up or not. And recently, Pats guys have been showing up more than Andrew's guys. And yeah. that's going to create an issue. Yeah, and I still think Andrew could, could go all the way if things break right for him. Um, and I, but I do think it's pretty much wide open as you see all of these teams trending down. Um, uh, and actually, every team except for Sean, let me rephrase, can win. Uh, because Sean's done. We all know he's still cooked. He had a bad week last week. He scored like 87 points. Still a bad week. Um, and he yeah, started... bragging about it in the group chat. Yeah, he's bragging about an 87-point week. That's comical. And he's starting Curtis Samuel this week. Not even Ridley. Wow, I was wrong. He's starting... Yep, that's Curtis Samuel. And, um... He loves his Carolina receivers. <laughs> That wide receiver two spot is just forever going to be a Carolina receiver. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can get into it now if we want to. We're not going to give you guys a bonus pod this week. Sorry, yeah, I know you guys all enjoyed it. We're, we're just going to go through. Oh, do you want to I mean, you you um, talk about who Pat should pick now? Yeah, we'll start with Pat's matchup because he's number one seed. Um, all right. Pat has made lots of noise by just calling out Chris repeatedly in the group chat. Um, but now it's come time for him to pick Chris. And you know, Mike, I think he's a little scared. You think Pat's scared of Chris? I mean, he's saying that the matchup will be better in the championship. But I think that's because Pat's a little worried that he might not get to the championship if he plays Chris right now. I mean, he's kind of hoping that Sean does the dirty work for him. Yeah, and so my take on it is, so passing talk about the matchups, but at the end of the day, Melvin Gordon and James Conner are both questionable this week. It, I think it's a toss-up whether either of them play. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. And so even if they do play, they're both on good teams going into the playoffs. I mean, how much do they really get used then? That's the question. So even if they play... Or is this the week where they kind of get worked back into the mix, maybe get 10, you know, 12 carries, um, which really limits their ceiling? So, for that reason, yeah. I think Pat is going to have to be Chris anyway, at the end of the day, most likely. 
I think I think I would take my shot this week. That's what I'm like. I mean, you can't just say the things he said, make the soto shops of Chris a Brooklyn Nets jersey, and not called out. All right? Yeah. I don't care about the championship matchup or anything. Um, we were right last week about Chris's team still, even though he won. I mean, most teams would have beat him last week. Um, well, on a normal week. Yeah. So, I still, still think that... Down. Even Con- even if Connor, even if one of Connor and Gordon plays, I still might take Chris. I mean, Kamara, he he put up the double digit points, which only put up ten for the first time in three weeks. Yeah. I mean, he's not the same player. He's still starting Adam Humphreys. Hopkins hasn't been as good. Hopkins hasn't reached double digits since week nine. Wow, that's a good stat. That's that's stat right there. And then it, so so if I'm, if I'm Pat, I'm standing up to him. I'm proving I'm the best team in the league because I mean he has nothing to be scared of. He's got he's got Mahomes in what should be a high scoring game against the Chargers. He's got Gurley against maybe the worst team in the league, the Eagles. He should just go for it. Yeah. Also, Brandon Cooks against the Eagles. He's going to score. Sony Michelle should. One percent going to score. Sony Michelle is getting fed. Just hasn't been producing. Like it, you have to assume that's going to come. Um, Dante Pettis is a is a weak spot, but I mean, at this point, everyone's got a weak flex. Yeah, all these teams are just not that good. Yeah, um, so that's why I I think it's pretty wide open. So, but do we agree that I think Pat I think Pat wins whether he whoever he picks. Um. Yeah, I think he'd he'd probably be the favorite. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to still say Pat. I still like Andrew's team. I said last week on the pod uh, that I thought that those were the two best teams. So, um, I think Andrew still is a champ. I just think that I'd take Pat in that matchup. Um, but now, where it gets interesting, Mike. <laughs> is the is the fraudulent Sean. The fraudulent, untrained Sean. <laughs> um, here's what happened, Mike. We kind of are setting this ourselves up here. Oh, we are. For uh, sure. we, we saw the juggernaut Kevin go down. Well, he, maybe he was the fraud. Maybe we should have done chained him. But anyway, the team that we all thought was going to win go down. Now, if, if Pat makes the decision tomorrow night that he doesn't want to play Chris, and it turns out Connor and Gordon are in fact out, wow. Sean has a pretty easy matchup. Yeah. And then the team we all counted out is going to be in the championship game. I really feel like we set ourselves up for sort of Eagles underdog scenario, yeah. counting out one of the top seeds. That, um, that's that's actually I, very possible, Pace. That's an, that exact scenario like is like is very very possible. And I mean, if they play, I think Chris wins. If not, I mean, Sean still got Saquon. Yeah. Um, so got Travis Kelsey. So got Diggs. Got enough players. Yeah, Chris he does. Another eighty-six. I'm, I'm going to take Sean the win. Yeah, I think Sean. That that team should put up eighty-six consistently at least. Um, also, the other thing, the other big thing to look out for is if Connor is hurt, or if Connor's out for this game, and Sean can plug Jalen Samuels in. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a really good point, Mike. Um, yes. So if he does end up playing Chris. And uh, Connor doesn't end up going. That's huge. Yeah. So, but, so it's all pending that um, you have our case for whether it happens both ways. Once again, not recording again. Yeah. But, um, I, I got if Andrew. If, if Andrew plays Sean, I'm taking Andrew still. 
still like Andrew. Yeah, you'd probably have to lean Andrew, but I think I think all the teams are starting to stoop down to Sean's level. You still have to yeah, spin it, spin it uh, anti-Sean. Well, no, it's still anti-Sean. As I said, <laughs> none of these teams are good. They all stink. So now let's move on to where the, good, where the good teams are. It's the consolation ladder. Exactly, Pace. So, Pace, you know, I just I think last week was very good for us. Um, it, it proved who the good teams actually were in the league. And that's me and you, Pace. Two top scorers yeah, in the we're league. we're getting close. Yeah, and we, do, and we, we don't we deserve to be anybody in the winner's bracket. Yeah. Anybody in the winner's bracket, we would have beat them. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, we didn't deserve to be in the toilet bowl. All year, we didn't deserve it. And uh, I'm glad both of our teams performed, so we didn't have to go through that stress. Yeah, you know, Mike, that's why I put it all on the line. I said I would retire. I was confident in my team. I knew my team was too good for this, right? And we came out, we performed, took care of business. And now, the two teams that deserve to be there are there. Yeah. I didn't, you, you got that team that's tanked all year. And that had had a a run of of glory. Like three games. Three, yeah, he won like he did win like four or five. He got hot for a little bit, but he's coming back down to earth and he's trending down. If it, and if it wasn't for forty points from Amari Cooper, he puts up like like seventy last week. Yeah, and then Jared are right there. That's why I think the matchup's going to be very close. Yeah. So if you get into the um, uh, the toilet bowl, which is Jared versus Liam. Um, and look at the matchups. Um, I like. I think you make the argument that Jared's the favorite. I mean, Jared Goff's not going to put up negative points against the Eagles like he did last week. Yeah, it's not going to happen. That's an easy. Um, piece. He's also got Robert Woods, probably an automatic touchdown. Um, he's got Joe Mixon against Oakland, which is a really good matchup. Um, he, he's a guy that's been trending up. Uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, he's always just prone to have a big day. Um, Jeff Wilson, solid, rock solid, <laughs> rock. perfect for Jared's team. Um, I really like it. And, you know, Liam's starting some guy at tight end who kind of like Chief Keith. And <laughs> he's starting a kicker that might not even play again. So, and he's starting a defense that got 40 dropped on him last week. So, I don't know what to think. Yeah, and... Uh so, last week, Liam started Graham Gano, who was injured, and did not play. And that's honestly just a joke. And um, that's sad that he, he's, he's tanking the whole year, and now he's, not, he's starting hurt players. It's, it's frankly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He must have talked about himself in that top-tier owners in the league. And, first of all, we haven't seen it, except that one year. And now he's... Of the year. You don't tolerate that in this league. We've been over it. You got to say your lineup, Liam. I mean, it would have been a very close game if Russell Wilson has a normal day and he actually starts a kicker. He might have a shot. Yeah, but he, he could have. Unfortunate, but that's bad managing. At the end of the day, you you've said it before, Pace. It's not necessarily about the players. It all a big part of it is the owner. Huge part of it because you know that's how you can, you can have a guy like Mark Cooper score forty points and still lose. Yeah. Because you just haven't put the team around them. Yeah, because you're not going to put in the effort. And, you know, that's sad, and that's what gets you in the toilet bowl. And hopefully a spray tan. Oh, I'm definitely cheering against Liam in this matchup. I think everyone is. Um, I mean, Jared, if you're listening, you would look absolutely hilarious with the spray tan. <laughs> um, like it's, it still wouldn't be a gonna, bad thing if Jared loses. Yeah, like, I'm not going to feel bad about it. But, 
I'd like to see them lose. And another thing to note, Austin Eckler projected zero, might not play. Um, so we'll see which of Liam's studs he brings off the bench. Is it Rashad Penny? Is it <laughs> Rashad Penny? Is it Michael Gallup? Gallup, Traquan Smith. Wow, he just has so many Corey options Davis. there. Wow. And, and Alex Collins. And Alex Collins, who's on IR. I mean, that's a joke. That's literally a joke. He hasn't even moved into his IR slot to pick up someone else. It's, that's that's a joke. Yeah, Mike, um, I think in the offseason, we need to have, like, some type of conference where we just go over the rules of, like, football. Or, like, just, like, terms. Like, do people don't know what IR means? He's not coming back. He's done. <laughs> just got him. Every team, every team in the league does this. There's no reason to keep a guy on IR. No reason, unless he's a keeper. Unless he's a keeper. Unless he's a keeper. <laughs> yeah, or or he has a shot at coming back. That's a joke. Yeah, um, so that's pretty much... Uh, so let's get into... Uh, so other than those matchups, we have two other matchups next week, actually. The first one being the Podcast Bowl. That is my team versus Vincent Pace's team. Um, so that's yeah, a big anticipation, a lot of bragging rights there. It's, it's bowl season, a uh, couple of pointless exhibitions, but some bragging rights on the line. Yeah, what are we going to call the Ryan and oh, Kevin Bowl? Uh, it's uh, the Widener Landscaping Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. You know, <laughs> don't really get a big-time sponsor for the fifth-place game. Yeah. So <laughs> we, got, we got Widener. And that, that's not a shout-out Widener. I mean, our <laughs> podcast is sponsoring the seventh-place game. So, <laughs> podcastable. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. Let's not get into matchups because no one really cares because they're just bowl games. But um, that's just something to be aware of. Yeah, always something to play for. Yeah, and well, yeah, and there will be bowl games next week as well. We'll name all of those. Um. So, can Mike? Did you give your like picks for the winners bracket? Or no, for- let's just go quickly. Just in general, one through four in the winners bracket, rank the teams. Rank the teams. So everybody knows where we're at. Yeah, just say one through four this week. Oh, so so top. All right. So just for this week, um, I think I would put Pat number one, um, just for that that Mahomes girly stack, and I really think the rest of his team gets back on track, um, and he puts up. I think he's solid for over a hundred this week. Um, he's a team you don't want to play, and then that's where the rest then. You can make an argument for Chris there, but I think this week I would not feel confident with Melvin Gordon. I, I don't think he's going to play. I know he practiced lemon today, but I don't think he's going to play on Thursday night. And I'm not too sure about James Conner either, and I think they could, they both could be limited when they come back. So for that reason, I'm going to put Andrew at number two, um, who still has a rock-solid team. And then, naturally, Sean at number four. But he is closing the gap by nothing of his own doing, just everyone coming down to his level. Everyone else. Yeah. And him being first in the waiver order and picking up Jalen Samuel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, so, I mean, um, this pod got kind of off the rails a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I hope you find some time during finals to give us a listen. Yeah, or luck listen, to listen, out there. listen to it on your commute ho- uh, home. Yeah, good point. Uh, everybody's driving home. Everybody travel safe. Oh, for sure. Uh, best of luck to all the teams. And, yeah, um, good luck with finals. I'll see you all soon. Yeah, I will. I'll if see if you I guys. come home, don't surprise. Don't surprise you guys. <laughs>
My microphone might just stay. Yeah, Liam doesn't even listen to the podcast anymore, so he won't even get the jab. You think Liam's going to set his lineup? You think he's going to set his lineup? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. For, for, the, uh, for the spray tan bowl. I think so. Because he does, he because right. he he talks the game, but he really doesn't want to lose. He's worried. Yeah, yeah, he, he's worried. He'll 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 try his best, but uh, hopefully he loses. Okay. All right, Pace. Uh, thanks, and uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Spend the state of ten podcast. Like, rate five stars, subscribe. All right. Let's have a good semifinal. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. I'll see you probably on Saturday or Sunday. Alright, Mike, um, I'm not going to ask you what the outro is. Yeah, so uh, Pace, I was just around to that. What's the outro? Um, the outro is um, going to be uh, too hard. I, I can't understand what you said, but okay.